All right. And uh, are you ladies ready? Yeah, go for it. Kaylin, will you count me down, please? Sure. Three, two, one. all you cool cats and kittens welcome to scn after live <laughs> i am jay wade and i'm galen and holy shit fuck batman if we got one today meow oh, errol God. totally did it she did it she she killed her husband she fed the dude to the cats i mean there's it it happened uh, uh um uh uh i think it happened i should stay please don't come after me anybody uh, I think it happened. Allegedly, it happened. But uh, what do you think, Kaylin? Did she do it? Um, I think that you're innocent until proven guilty in this country. Very so, PC of you. Yes, very PC of me. I'm sure Josh likes that. <laughs> what? Josh, our producer, when he listens to this, I'm sure he'll like that you were PC on his show. Uh, No, he'll be like, oh, that was so boring. Yeah, yeah, probably. Anyway, everybody, uh, we got somebody cooler than Joe Exotic on tonight. Uh, we, we've got a Schmodown competitor who uh, we were talking about the nickname earlier. I'm not going to bring up, but we all know we all know what I mean, or when I announce who it is, what what we're talking about the nickname. But everybody, Rachel Silvestrini is here. How are you doing, Rachel? Doing good. You can call me the Switchblade outside of the Schmodown. It's totally fine. Good because the switchblade is brilliant. <laughs> it I was actually... legit an offhanded remark that I was like, that would be funny. And then Christian got wind of it and was like, that's so stupid. And then he like kept talking about how stupid it was. And you guys like latched on like leeches. And I love it. Christian is a little bit of a micromanager about some things uh, with the Schmodown. And one of those things is nicknames. So it's just fun to just force his hand. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not trying to force anyone's hand. He, that was, that was a, a him thing that that's all like, I was just, he said no. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Like, we'll just move on and find something else. Um, but yeah, it's become a thing. And it's, it's basically what everybody addresses me as outside of the Schmodown, but everybody who uses it knows it from the Schmodown. So it's just like this funny double-edged sword kind of deal, but I love it. And uh <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll I'll be I'll like go it. by whatever name Christian wants me to to play the showdown because it's it's too much fun to not participate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've actually forgotten what is your actual uh, showdown name. I didn't want to say it, but I have to because in my uh, mind you're switchblade. Is it, uh, is it the shining star? The shooting star? I don't know. All I know is Ben and Drew from uh, Team Action, like the Action Industries, call me uh, the shining shooter, and oh. then do finger guns. <laughs> Like every time, I, every time I see them, they're like shutting drop. Just so you can't make up your own nickname, but uh, but action guys can. <laughs> they they well because it was one of those like what's your nickname? I'm like I don't know. So they just started going through a bunch of them, and one of them said shiny shooter, and at the same time they both like did the finger guns and went pow, oh, and wow. it just made me smile so much, and they started laughing. So now it's just like that's like okay, our thing. yeah, so it, it makes me happy. Oh. But yeah, switchblade is fun. Shining shooter, sh- shooting star, shining star, whatever it is. Like I just, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I, I come from a big family, so I legit answer to anything at this point. So, 
Uh, yeah, I feel that. So I think what what you said there was that uh, Guy and Bateman are nice people. They're legit, <sighs> like the like the sweetest human beings on the face of the planet. <laughs> I they thought really we were supposed are. to hate them. You can. <laughs> I mean, don't, get, don't get me wrong. I mean, I've said it before and I will continue to say it. When when I played against Drew and the family um, and he was narrating our thought process, like I was so frustrated and like trying to think that like I legit, he was within swinging range and I almost punched him in the throat. But I love him so much <laughs> and he's like such a bastard on set. And then like as soon as like, you know, they left, they won and like left first and we were just sitting at the table. I was just fuming and we like, I walk behind the curtain and Drew is right there with like the biggest hug and he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. I'm like, I don't want you to touch me right now. You know, I love you, but I want to hit you right now. He's just like the nicest man ever. And just, he's so good at what he does. So it's just like, you can't, you can't hate Drew. Plus I think if I had hit him, my mom would be really upset. Because, like, she oh. adores Drew. Yeah, I brought her to a they, they. Oh, no, you go on. I brought her to a taping. Uh, oh. she, came to, she came down to visit uh, for her birthday last February. And so I got to take her to a taping. And, like, we're sitting in the front, like, having fun. And then I had to go to the bathroom. I come back. Drew is in my seat. My mother is flushed like a 16-year-old talking to a beetle. Oh. And, like, she is, like like getting the vapors it is the cute it was the cutest thing and so like every time i talk to my mom and we talk about Schmodown, she's like how how is drew i'm like he's good i'll tell him you say hi like he's, <laughs> he's, he's That's so, so good. smooth and like sweet and i mean he is just obnoxiously attractive like oh yeah can't, can't, <laughs> I, I, even i even i i gotta admit that he is a very very handsome guy and so is Ben. Like they're just mm-hmm. good looking like guys that just happen to play oh, you know heels really well and they're just like the nicest people. I just yeah, it's one of those like I have an aggressive form of love, and so I'm just like, oh fuck them. I hate them. I love them so much. <laughs> uh, That's great. Well, I haven't gotten to meet Guy in person, but I got to meet Ben at um Atlanta. I did the thing where you get to go in the back and meet the players and he is legit just so nice like we were about to take a picture with him and um at the time of well wait yeah at the, I was about <laughs> I'm like <laughs> questioning the timeline of like who had what belt but at the time he had the belt so mm-hmm. we were about to take a picture with him he's like wait wait I'm gonna get the the belts coming in here like in just a minute let's take it like just wait a minute we'll take it and like super nice super gorgeous um yeah. Roxy is amazing like beautiful like she already looks it on camera but you you always wonder like how much of it is camera and how much of it is person i've I've seen her without (laughs) makeup and i wanted to throw her through a wall she was so stunning i was just like really like fuck off like seriously and she weighs like four pounds well i'm also a giant in comparison to like every other female that's (laughs) that's a competitor like i am an amazon in comparison so like i mean she's just the sweetest most wonderful person too so it's just like ugh, you guys are all so great it, makes me <laughs> sick. It, it must make it hard to like have beefs on screen with people because how do you so how, how do y'all not just like break out laughing uh when I, you're trying to a, like be mad at each other i have a really hard time with that because i am the easiest laugh ever like, if you go back and watch um, Dog Stepfather, uh, Mark mm-hmm. Ellis' 
canceled. It was released last year. Um, I was there for both of the tapings. And if you, if you, if you listen really closely, he makes this joke about asking, uh, who he thinks, who he asks the audience who they think, um, if he, if he broke up with Danny and it's like dead silent and like super uncomfortable and I'm the (laughs) one that laughed and he's like, thank thank you. And I'm like, I can't, I can't laugh. Like if there's awkwardness or even if it's like stupid, like dad jokes get me so hard. So like, Mm -hmm. it's really hard for me to keep a straight face, but like, it's also one of those things that everybody that is involved in the showdown is like pretty incredibly close. Like, you know, we, we spend a lot of time together. We do tapings and live events and, you know, we're just constantly thrown in each other's lives. So it's one of those things that like, you get to know, you may not know somebody super well, but you know where their limits are. Like, you know where you can push it. So it's like you fighting with your, like if you have siblings or best friends, there are certain things that only you guys can say to each other. But if somebody else tries to like step over that, like, like when people are arguing, like when, when Janine and um, Kalinowski would go at each other on the Facebook pages and then mm-hmm. fans would try and jump in, it's like, no, no, that's their fight. Like, this is for you to witness. This isn't a, particip- a participation thing. <laughs> like, just sit back and enjoy the show. <laughs> so it's, it's one of those things. That, and now that I'm, you know, a heel, um, I get to be even more uh, kind of precocious in uh, what I get to say and how I get to say it and carry myself. So it's going to be real fun moving forward. That's really awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. I, I mean, I know that everything's at a bit of a standstill at the moment, as is the whole world, but I can't wait to see. Uh, this season started off so well and, like, had so much momentum, and I hope that we it can just keep building, you know, uh, even through this little hitch that we've had in time. Oh, I'm sure. I, I, I'm so, like, I'm, like, salivating at the thought of, Christian announcing the first live event back like it is going to be insane like I don't know like I really hope that it would be the free-for-all because it would get all of us back together um like all the competitors that would be so much fun to get to see each other after like what will what is looking like four or five months of quarantine um so it'd be really nice to see everybody again but you know uh it doesn't matter who's participating like I know so many competitors and fans that are like i don't i don't it doesn't matter what's going on we're going to be there so that is what i'm super looking forward to i don't think that the and especially now that there's like everybody has so much time on their hands um to like watch new things and like tell people about it uh tell people about the schmodown and we're like it's growing so much even without like the constant updates and the new matches like people are getting the chance to go back and watch like the very birth of the Schmodown. And so it's this really beautiful thing where people are going to be at the next live event who are brand new to the Schmodown because of the virus and getting to, you know, binge their way through it and they're super invested and it's just going to be insane. Yeah. And I, I, I agree. I do hope it's the free for all number one because it can be at home. So christian can get all y'all in there but also just because it's kind of to me even though it's i guess the thing that means the least because it's not 
you know, y'all are up there having a lot of fun. And yeah, the person who wins, you know, gets a title shot and all of that. But it's, you know, it's like not on your records or whatever. So it's a little more laid back and fun, but it's almost like the biggest deal of the whole season. It's it's so much fun. I've gone back and rewatched old ones, like sat there for the whole four or five hours, just played them in the background um, because they're just so much fun. I think it, I think it would be a nice little like welcome back, kind of like get back in the saddle, uh, kind of like exhibition style. Like we're just going to run through these. We're going to, you know stretch you out a little bit let's get you warmed up and then we're going to start having actual matches that count against your your record um i think that Mm -hmm. that would be a great thing although i have a feeling that as soon as this is done we're hopping straight into singles and teams tournaments um just because it's what we're going to have to do to close out the season and we have to start as soon as we can so We'll see what happens and see how long this lasts. But, like, either way, I know that this isn't going anywhere. I know that the competitors aren't going anywhere. Um, I know that, you know, it's it's just going to be even bigger and better when we finally do get to come back together. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad all y'all are still, like, super excited for it. Because, you know, when, when you take a break from something, sometimes you lose a little bit of the momentum. But I think that the fans are just itching for it. Because, I mean... Even dropping down from two matches a week to one feels like you're being starved of something. Uh, um, as as little as that sounds, <laughs> well, like, we just we just got an announcement that LA is in lockdown until mid May now officially, um, <gasps> and so it's one of those things where like Christian was you know dishing out the, he he regulated the release of the matches that had previously been taped and they were going to get us through mid may so it'll be really interesting to see what happens after that because i know yeah. they're doing all the exhibition matches right now and i know i think they're taping the championship one uh today the day that we're recording um yeah and so yeah that i think that got announced on SEN live today yes I yes I it did. That. yeah roca yeah. announced it on his show this morning as well yeah so i know roca that can't keep anything quiet <laughs> He was excited. Like, oh, it's a secret? Yeah. I mean, yeah, who wouldn't be? But like, it's just yeah. one of the things that yeah. like, you know, those were supposed to be for the $10, you know, patrons. Uh, and we'll see if those end up getting released if this continues, because I know as a competitor and I know that Christian as the, you know, the chairman doesn't want to do them over Skype or stream yards or whatever. Like, it's just, it's not the same. And it's like, that's not mm-hmm. what the league is. And so it's just going to be, interesting to see if there's anybody like if there's any way to just like do a match or anything and see if we can do it It, even if it's just like a live stream and get like you know the competitor just the competitors people at the desk and like one or two people to run sound and video and just see what we can do see that's what i was thinking just run a skeleton crew and uh just have you know a couple of uh couple of your um your commentators up there or your oh what are the is that what they're is I don't know commentators is that what they're called yeah. but anyway yeah. you get what I'm saying have a couple people running the desk then have your competitors up there and you know just do the best you can run in a skeleton crew maybe just have two cameras you know um I don't know I don't know I mean that was the plan before we all got like into strict lockdown um was to do that and have like you know, because you, normally for, for tapings, like every, like it's a, kind of an open door policy to all the competitors. And then if you're competing, you can bring a guest. 
Um, but it's just one of those things that like every, like we would have, I think one day we had like 40 or 50 people just like hanging out and like watching matches or like sitting around the office, just like chatting and like hanging out. And so it's, you know, they had to regulate, but they were going to change the rules and just be like, okay, so whoever's competing, you show up at this time, you wait outside until we let you in, you immediately wash your hands and all these things. And I'm like, if we can still do that, like maybe we should, but again, it's, if it's, if that's, what's safest, like if we can do that with, while still being safe, then obviously like we all want to, but it's, it's just a matter of responsibility and safety and making sure that everybody's going to be okay. And it's just, this, this has just turned everybody's world completely upside down. So. Oh, for sure. And then not even just schmo down. I know that everyone's whatever their, you know, day jobs are. um, A lot of those are either not existing right now or going on from home or just weird hours, weird things going on for everybody. So that's got to make everything hectic as well. Um, But Christian has mentioned a couple times on SEN Live also that, like, he's afraid for people like uh, Roxy. Like, he doesn't want Roxy near uh, anybody. He doesn't even want to invite her to come into the show, not because he doesn't love her, but because she's taking care of her very, very elderly grandparents and doesn't want to expose her to anything. So you have to worry about that stuff, too. So it's just, yeah, yeah, I think it's a wait and see at this point. Um, But... I think that it's safe to say the fans are here for whatever. (laughs) And that's, and that is such a huge blessing. Just knowing that like, no matter what gets decided, no matter what's going on, we know that you guys are always going to be there like to support and you're going to be there when we come back. And you guys are doing such an amazing job of supporting everybody who has, you know, made the switch into, you know, everybody's now streaming. Like I did my first show last night and had a bunch of people show up, which was amazing to have. But, like, everybody's getting into it, and Roxy, and Roka, and Riley, and, and it's, who else has an R name? <laughs> um, but everybody's um, streaming and doing shows now, so it's, like, and you guys are just showing up in droves to support. So that's, like, the, it's, it's such an amazingly supportive community that I have not seen in a very, very long time. Well, yeah. it's, re- it's uh, speaking of all of that... Um, Everyone is jumping on everyone's streams these days because everyone's at home and you can. Um, But Christian has also started doing that on SEN Mm -hmm. um, this week. He did that quite a bit. So he figured out, I believe his system was to use Skype so that he could still use OBS. He didn't have to use StreamYard so he could still have the Schmobot. Yeah. But have people on? Is that what? Did I get all that right? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I mean, I know yeah. that, like, with so many people streaming these days, not just like you know the 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 Schmodown people, but like everyone is streaming at this point. Like, I know that things are starting to crash due to overuse, and mm-hmm. you know, it's just becoming like this really difficult thing where it's like we found this thing that we are using to occupy our time to like keep people entertained and interested and like abreast to what's going on and you know just offer a distraction sometimes but even that's getting to a certain point I think it's getting it might be getting to a breaking point soon where it's just going to get really hard to like find a stream that like carries through um yeah but yeah um, I'm real 
I'm really excited with the fact, like, I love the fact that Christian today was like, you know, I could call RB3 or Ben Goddard, but I want to figure this out on my own. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. get it. That's great. Like, I'm so incredibly proud of him for what he has figured out, considering how untech savvy he makes himself sound, which may just be an exaggeration, but he has figured out how to do so much. I mean, the fact that he can keep a stream going, even if it, I mean, I know this week a couple things happened where they broke up and like it, it, there was one day it posted like three separate. Wait, 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 Brett's not going to be on anymore. What? You what? said they broke up. No. But ain't going to be uh-huh. on the show anymore? What happened? <gasps> Jay Wade. Um, <laughs> Sorry, go and, ahead. And, um, but I am just so proud of what he has figured out because when all this first started, I was just like, I don't know if Christian knows how to do the technology. Um, and he seems to have a really good good grasp on it. And everything you were saying about everything being overloaded, I am a college math teacher. Oh my God, like everything is just massively overloaded because every math, every, not math, every college teacher and K through 12 teacher across the United States is now trying to teach their students online. So everything's crashing these days. It is insane. Um, But Christian did manage to get it to work this week. He had some people on via Skype. So he had Clark and Winston and Roca on throughout the week. Um, so did we like that or do you prefer just him and Brett? Do you prefer the StreamYard thing? Like, you know, he's obviously testing the waters, trying to figure out different stuff. So how are we feeling about the format from the week? I mean, I really love like when Brett and Christian get in this groove, it's like watching them like devolve into 12 year old boys in front of your mm-hmm. eyes and it is so magical and so <laughs> adorable and it just like it, it's so much fun um so I absolutely love those times when they just get to be like you know like I hate the, to use a term but like they get to be like stupid boys and like make stupid jokes and like fart <laughs> and like laugh at stupid like it's so much fun because a that's what we need right now and b like that's exactly who they are and I adore them for that um, but I do love the fact that they can add in like different guests and stuff like that. Like it keeps it fresh and it keeps it, you know, moving whether or not, you know, the, the stream comes through properly. Um, but it's always fun to like, I mean, there's not a lot of news, but stuff is still happening in the world. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to get different people's uh, takes on things. So I do appreciate the fact that he is trying to like get a bunch of people involved and, you know, really, you know, just involve everybody because what else do we have to do right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you're spot on about the, uh, going down in, into the stupid boy, uh, pit because I mean, well, hell, especially speaking as a stupid boy, I just, I eat that, I eat that up. I love it. I love it so much. Um, but yeah, Clark having Clark on this week was the highlight for me. i I miss seeing Clark on everything. Um, I wish that she was a bigger presence uh, on video. I know she's doing a lot behind the scenes as commissioner of Schmodown. I really wish that we saw more of her uh, in front of the camera. I just, I'm a big fan of Clark. So for me, I think that was the biggest highlight of utilizing uh, the Skype and bringing other people, whether it's Skype or stream, uh, stream yard. Yeah. Stream yard. I always do the stream lab stream yard thing. 
but yeah, it, it's just, it's great to utilize that. And that brought us Clark. So that made me extremely happy. <laughs> She's just such a delight. I mean, um, I, I, I may- want to be like Clark when I grow up. So me too. <laughs> me too. She's just the coolest and she's just, she's she just effortlessly cool and just a badass and just, I just adore her. She's so, so wonderful. She, mm-hmm. she is one of my favorite people on this planet and I don't, I don't even know her, but she's one of my favorite people on this planet. And I also love that they brought her in for the like, uh, talking about like their favorite movies. Cause Clark has such, um, unique taste that it, it's fun to to like you get tired of hearing everybody talk like i'm so tired of everyone being like i love jaws and jurassic park and i mean et i mean those are great movies but i yeah. want to hear about your favorite movie that no one on this planet has seen or heard of so, you know those movies where if you mention them and somebody else like quotes them it's like instant friendship yeah yes. those are great yeah. but what i love yeah. most about clark is that she has this like I am who I am, and if you don't like me, you can go fuck yourself, but not in an aggressive way, kind of attitude. Right. Like, she's like, she's like, these are my picks, and if you don't agree, okay, but you're not, she's not going to put up with somebody telling her that she's wrong about an opinion of hers, and, like, you have to respect that. Like, she's just, she's so fucking cool. I kind of want to hear a, a debate, not a debate, but a, a conversation between her and Bibiani about some obscure movie because I feel like that would get very interesting (laughs) because he also is one of those people that he has bizarre flavors but when he explains it you're like I can't argue with it like it's not my that's not my thing that's not my take but I can't argue with it it's just he has such a different mindset about things um so yes uh, having Clark on here's the funny part I watched that day late and when I clicked on the stream, it started where Clark was on and it ended with her. And I was like, did they only do an hour? And did they literally like have Clark on the whole time? That's amazing. And uh, then later, that's when I figured out like the streams got broke up or something. Mm-hmm. But that piece was intact. And so I was just like, cool, we're just going to start at the top. Like yeah. no introduction or anything. <laughs> but uh, speaking of <laughs> I mean, talking with Bibiani about anything, first of all, I love talking to anybody who's passionate about anything. Like, honestly, I could sit there for five hours and listen to somebody talk about toilets if that's what they're passionate about. Because when you're passionate about something and you're knowledgeable about something, it makes it interesting for me. And so it's one of those things Mm -hmm. that like when, whenever Bibiani talks, he doesn't, he legitimately does not discuss things that he is not passionate about or knowledgeable about. And that's a lot of things. So like, getting to talk with Bibiani about musicals. Uh, There was a question once that came up during the match and Bibbs and Andreco and I were standing off to the side and I can't remember what match it was, but the question was uh, in what movie does Gene Kelly dance with Jerry the mouse? And I was like, Oh, I know this. And Andreco and Bibiani were kind of like huddled together. They're like, I don't know. And I'm like, do you guys know? They're like, no. And I'm like, Oh, it's anchors away. They're like, what? And I was like, yeah, it's, anchors away (laughs) and they were like wow and so like afterwards Viviani and I had like this amazing discussion about like the you know musicals from the 50s and 60s and you know how they compare to musicals today and like it was just so much fun and so wonderful so like getting to talk to Viviani about anything is just like 
the funnest thing. Oh, I bet. I'm just like you in that in that sense. I love to hear people get passionate about things. Um, I when I was in college, uh, one of my classmates, all the way through undergrad and grad school, um, he was on um, the autism spectrum, and very mildly, you know, he could carry a conversation a little bit, but he wouldn't engage. Like if you just said, you know, how are you, he would just say fine. Like he wasn't going to initiate anything. So I like slowly figured out what he was really into and I'd ask him questions about it even though I had no idea what he was talking about it was like video games that I just it went way over my head but I'd ask him lots of questions about it because I wanted to engage in conversation with him and so he'd he'd just light up like he'd become a different human being talking about uh his friends and their sort of gaming community and everything um but I'm I'm totally with you I love to hear I, I love to learn and I love to learn from people who love what they're trying to teach me. Um, it's like so, it's like normally in science class I would zone out, but you put on Bill Nye the Science Guy, and I am wide awake for hours. I will watch hours upon hours of that man because he's so <laughs> like it's, it's it's he's just cool. Like you just want to you just want to hear him keep talking. So yes, absolutely. So some other people who we love to hear talking is Brett and Kate. They are a dynamic duo, and I don't know about you, um, Rachel. I think that uh, me and Jay Wade probably had this conversation at some point. I can't believe they've only known each other for like a year or whatever it's been since they started, you know, on Collider Live, because they seem like the kind of people who've known each other since childhood. You know what? There's just some of those people that you meet in life that you're like, so we were family in a past life, right? Like, yeah, I've legit, I've legit met people and have become closer with them in five minutes than I have with people that I've known for five years. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes you just meet that, like I, it's like a soul's recognition. Like you just kind of like snap together and you're like, yep, we're going to be good together. Like this is friendship, like in its purest, most true form. So I just, I mean, Kate is, how do you talk about Kate? Like she's just the best she is just the most caring and wonderful and just like sarcastic and funny wonderful caring person um i cannot speak highly enough about her not just because she's my den mom but because she is like just truly the best and i haven't spent a lot of time with brett but he is just like every time i see him and we talk he's just like the funniest person like i can imagine anything and like seeing the two of them together just makes my heart so happy yeah um brett and kate uh well i i guess i should say kate and brett are my two biggest like sen crushes for sure (laughs) um they're both just and kate i i pick up on this i don't know if y'all do but she when people's names pop up like fans she'll mention something about them she'll be like oh yeah yeah, i wonder how his mom's doing or something like that and i'm like holy shit how do you keep all this in your head because she like she interacts with certain like certain fans have really latched onto her and she like knows stuff about them. Every time I get brought up, she brings up my husband Pookie or yeah. she brings up my baby. Like she says something about, oh, and she has a little baby. You know, like she remembers stuff. It's in but it's it's very much that mothering kind of thing. Like you could tell she's wanting to take care of people. So um yeah, they're amazing. And because of that, they are now gonna do their own show we have learned yes i think we actually i think we may have actually learned this initially maybe last week yeah yeah um yeah. 
They but, let the cat out of the bag last week. Yeah. About what? About the show? Yeah. Um, Kate and Kate and Brett are doing their show on yeah, yeah. SCN Live Patreon. Well, they said yeah, that they, but were, they... they were in talks about and like trying to formulate and like see if that's what they were yeah. going to do. And then like I think they finally got the like the green light. And so hence their, uh, their little mini uh, thought process today. <laughs> Were you able to be a, uh, a a part of that, Rachel? I was not. I was a little bit too busy today for some reason. I just like all I was, of a sudden. I, I was just and I was curious like, how that went. I'm unfortunately, if unfortunately, I was one of the people affected by the mass layoffs, so that put a hamper in my plans on becoming an SE and live patron. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If if well, there is no if at the moment. I have to choose between that and Schmodown and. I I get a little bit more entertainment and uh, out of the schmo down right now, so I had to, I'm keeping with that right now. But I was just curious how that went today. I mean, I it's the two of them, so I'm sure it was amazing and hilarious. Oh, yeah. and I think <laughs> they maybe got like five minutes of work in because <laughs> I believe uh, that because they're wonderful. Uh, and I'm uh, yeah, I'm wondering number one how they're ever gonna like cut fans off the way Christian will to be like. Okay, I need to move on to the next thing. I don't see the two of them doing that. Um, yeah. And there had to have been 7,000 tangents. For tangent sure. upon tangent upon tangent. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just be honest. Um, but I'm sure, like, I'm so excited for their uh, for their show to come out. I think it's going to be amazing and fun and just something that we just desperately, excuse me, desperately need in this life. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm waiting to see. I don't know if I want... <laughs> Once again, I pay, you know, I'm a Patreon of, uh, patron, I guess, of, uh, Schmodown. I don't know. I have not currently a patron of SEN. So, but this is the one thing that could tip me that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this week we were kind of light on news. We were a little bit light on news, which totally makes sense because, you know, um, there's, I mean, there is stuff going on, but a lot of stuff came to a standstill. There's no box office to talk about to speak of. Um, everything's sort of just on hold. So Christian did a lot of, like, talking about lists of whatever. So, like, favorite movies and then favorite, like, underrated movies. Um, so the favorite movies they were talking about, that was the day that Clark was on. <laughs> That's that I caught that whole big chunk, which was amazing. Um, so what are some of our favorite movies? Hey, can I go first? I'm sorry. Yeah, I know yeah, you're no, our guest, please. Rachel, but no, like, please. I have been <sighs> dying to go first. Oh, are week. you going to, are you going to say you're... the Lion King to Simba's pride? Dude, how did you know? How did you know? <laughs> Kaylin, holy shit. Fuck, dude. How did you know? I swear I could send you a screenshot of my fucking notes, dude. Lion King, Simba's pride. The only thing that lacks is that they need to make a prequel to it about Simba when he's born and how his dad was the king and, and like, and maybe have like, like have some brother like confrontation, like the king's, the king's brother was jealous. It could be like that. And, and there's this big battle and then, and then Simba's banished. Like, I want to see the prequel to that, but yes, Lion King, Simba's pride, man, that's my favorite movie of all fucking time. How did you know? I feel like I need to explain to Rachel what just happened. Um, oh, I, I, I mean, I totally get it, but please, 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 please explain. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, um, <clears throat> I forced him to watch The Lion King a long time ago. I mean, he, does, 
uh, animated. animated. He, okay. he doesn't yeah. do Disney animated musical type movies. He hates them with a passion. Apparently, it's because what? Bambi, Bambi's mother died at the very beginning of Bambi, yeah. and it scarred him for life. So oh, watch watch the magnificence that has resulted in the last seventy five years. It's glorious. Enjoy it. <laughs> So I made him watch The Lion King, and then somehow we The Lion King 2 has gotten brought up several times. Because I actually, uh, of, of all the Disney sequels, it's my favorite of all the little, like, straight-to-video kind of ones. Okay. Um, so he is always a smartass, and always, anytime favorite <laughs> movies get brought up, or favorite animated movies get brought up, or anything like that, he has to bring up Lion King 2 Simba's Pride. <laughs> yeah. so, Still waiting um, on that prequel, though. And, and I mean, like, like Simba's dad, like this great, magnificent oh king, God. like, like, dude, Darth Vader could be his voice. Wouldn't that be <laughs> awesome if Darth Vader was Simba's father's voice? Man, that would be amazing. So good. So good. Maybe even, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know no, the, yeah, that would be perfect. Darth the Vader. The script just writes itself, Jay Wade. Oh, yeah. It really does. Um, so, Rachel, what are some of your favorite movies? And please say Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. Um, it's, it's funny enough, it's not on my list, but um, a lot of my favorite movies overlap with, because they did favorite movies and underrated movies um, lists this week on SEN Live, and a lot of my favorite movies do fall under the underrated movies list. Um, uh, movies like Keeping the Faith, out cold grind um those are some of my favorites i mean almost famous i would watch every uh the night before i would leave for every single tour that i've ever been on and it's just like one of my favorite movies um i mean obviously every kevin smith movie minus tusk because while it is an amazing movie it is nightmare fuel um <laughs> uh and then i find myself going back and watching the movie stardust a lot um i i've not seen the movie but i actually read that book this year like um i'm trying to read 12 books this year that fall into certain categories and that was the first book i read that's awesome i would highly recommend uh the night circus if you haven't read it Ooh, by uh aaron down. morgan uh aaron morgenstern um such a good like fantasy it's got magic and like a traveling circus it is so cool um it's got a, it's a really good read um, or if you really want to cry, the Little Paris Bookshop. Um, I can't nope, remember who I'm wrote it. I want to cry, but I think it's Nina George. <laughs> it's it's a really really good book. I mean, like most books, like will have a moment where you just kind of like tear up, whatever. But um, the Little Paris Bookshop is fantastic. Um, yeah, sorry, we're not talking about books, but uh, and if you get a chance, uh, reread the Phantom Tollbooth. Not gonna lie, I read it at least like once a year, and it like completely like the the book changes your perspective of the book changes as you get older and it's like it adds new layers to it it's timeless um i've never heard of that book the phantom toll booth did we lose you Fa maybe hello uh, hello no, okay. um i've never heard of the phantom toll booth oh my god it is i i grew up reading it it is so good it's so much fun it's about this kid who gets bored at home and like all of a sudden this magical toll booth it kind of you know dr Kuish appears in his room and it takes him to this magical land and he just has to find his way home and comes across like like just weird things and magical and it's it's 
really fun. Uh, it's it's a really, really good read. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, awesome. But yeah, so favorite movies. I, and of course, I mean, Fight Club. Great movie, yeah. I yep. love the snot out of that movie. Um. Real quick to get it out of the way, I will. I will list one. Uh, this is a hard one for me, just because oh, most of the movies I would list, they listed this week, and you, you know, norm or mainstream kind of great movies considered. But uh, one that one that I never hear anyone talk about that is one of my favorite movies um, is called "But I'm a Cheerleader." I absolutely oh love that fucking movie. <laughs> I was supposed to watch at some point, Jay Wade. Yes, yes, you, you still should. It's have you seen yeah. it, Rachel? Yes, I totally remember when that came out. That came out in like '96 or '97, somewhere around there. Um, a and long so I was time in, ago. Yeah, so I was in like middle school when that came out, I believe. And uh, I remember watching. I or if it didn't come out then, I watched it around that time. And I just remember like watching it and being like, "This is a really good movie. Like, it's just it's so well done, and Natasha is phenomenal in it." But you know what else movie that reminded me of that nobody fucking talks about but is so good is Angus. I've seen that, and you are right. That is such an amazingly good movie. It's so – yeah, it's so good. It's about this kid in high school who's like – he's a big kid. Like, he's tall, and he's overweight, and I think he plays football for for, for his high school football team. But it is, it's all about like fat shaming and growing up. Like it's a super amazing yeah. coming of the age movie. It is one of my favorite movies to come out of the nineties. And it's one of those movies that like will sporadically like jump to the front of my mind. And I'm like, I have to watch this movie right now. It is so good. It's so well done. Um, it, I think, it, I think it's one of those other just like timeless coming of age movies that like you can just watch whenever. Um, but nobody yeah. talks and, about uh, it. I'll- I'll throw in I Am Sam real quick, too. That'll be my last one I'll throw in. I love that movie. I, I, um, Dakota Fanning in it, of course, is, is, is good, but Sean Penn is brilliant, I think, in that movie. I know he took some criticism for maybe overacting the disabilities, but, I, I didn't see that. I love that movie. It made me cry through the whole fucking thing. I think that's one of his strongest movies. Um, that and uh because that came like that came out around the same time the dead man walking came out which is another underrated one that in the life of david gale oh my god such good like prison movies um without it being like a weird prison movie you know um but like <laughs> they're just they were it, the early 90s gave us some really good movies mm-hmm. oh now i want to watch like yep. lincoln lawyer and a time to kill like Grisham, uh, yeah. Grisham killed it in the early '90s. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, going well, to say, Chris, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Caitlin. No, I was going to say the Lincoln Lawyer is one of my favorite. Like, totally flew under the radar. Didn't know what it was going to be. Went with my total my husband's whole family. They picked a movie. I was like, whatever, we'll go see it. And it was so good. And I've probably watched it twenty times since then. Like, it's yeah, phenomenal. Uh, there's a movie Christian has said is overrated and he's abs or underrated. I, I, I should say underrated. He's absolutely right. From last year, fighting with my family. That is such a great movie. It took me completely off guard. Um, I was not expecting it to be nearly as good as it was such a great movie. I think it was number two 
on my top 10 list of movies last year that I saw. Uh, number one was Jojo Rabbit for sure. But uh, yeah, Fighting With My Family, I think is is underrated. Idiocracy I, is also idi- another no, no, one. No, 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 no. Idiocracy is not a movie. It is it was a uh, it was a uh, documentary from the future that got sent back to us in the nineties <laughs> as a warning, and we didn't heed it. And look at where we are now. Like every, <laughs> I remember when it first came out, and my friends and I saw it, and they were like, "Oh my god, this movie's so funny!" And I was sitting there in just shocked terror, being like, "Guys, this isn't funny. This is actually like this is a horror movie. Like this is a horrific look into our future." And everyone's like, oh, yeah, da, da, da. And then it keeps coming up. And I was like, as soon as Trump got elected, I was like, you motherfuckers, I was right. See? See? That's why you always listen to me. Because I'm always right. Like, it was, I love Idiocracy. Yeah. It, was, it, it is It is really funny. Justin Long is the doctor. Oh, my God. Yes. It kills me every time. There's no yeah. barcode? So good. So y'all it, just it, giving me a really long list of movies I have to watch. Have you oh, seen Fighting with Your Family? I've seen fi- so of all the movies y'all just talked about, I've seen Fighting with My Family, um, Fight Club, and The Lincoln Lawyer, and A Time to Kill. All those of everything y'all mentioned, those are the only movies I have seen. I wrote down a giant list of movies that I now apparently need to watch. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you another one, and it's it's my favorite um, first performance in a movie, and that is um, Edward Norton. In Primal Fear. Oh that yeah, that is such movie, a great movie. I remember my mom and I rented that movie, and we watched it, and neither of us had seen it, and we're at home, and the movie ends, and it's got such a twist to it that you just—it's like getting clocked out of left, like you just get bitch slapped out of left field, like you don't see it coming, and then yeah. all of a sudden it ends, and my mom and I literally sat through the entire credits, just like in shock. It's so good. That's that's interesting. I'll have to I'll have to check that out. It's really weird being the age I am where like I was either not born or far too young to see a lot of movies at the time that they came out and then now it's like you have to actively seek them out mm-hmm. because you know they're not in theaters. They're not the popular thing at the moment. Um, So I've gone back to a lot of stuff like Fight Club. That was probably three or four years ago. My husband and I sat down and watched Fight Club because we were way too young to have watched it when it came out. (laughs) Um, And the thing is, I already knew the twist. So I was watching that movie knowing what was going on. Um, But it was still extremely interesting. And I've watched it a couple of times since then. Like, it's a very, very interesting movie. I love a movie that makes me think pretty hard. Um, that's one of my favorite movies to begin with but also like there's an article um it's it's i think it's actually somebody's dissertation that they had written basically saying that fight club was calvin and Hobbes grown up and i'm a huge calvin and Hobbes fan like i have two tattoos of calvin and Hobbes on me um and so when i read that like it just blew my mind and it just made me fall even more in love with fight club so there's so many layers to that movie and like I know how Chuck Palahniuk feels about it, but like it's it's epic. It's so good, and I love that comparison. And yeah. I've also I've also heard the theory that the one is well, I, I guess I'm not spoiling a 20 year old movie, but um, <laughs> the You're one uh, 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 Tyler Durden is the real one, and yeah. 
the other one is not like watch the movie i haven't sat down and done it but i've heard watch the movie as if tyler durden is real and whatever edward norton's name is is not since we don't really know it i mean Um, it's funny that everybody just calls him the narrator and i've always uh referred to him as jack because during those scenes where he's like i am jack's utter disappointment i am jack's utter Mm. failure i'm like you're jack like that's who you are like yeah it's like who he identifies as yeah and with that we will be right back after this short promo break for some other shows from merc with a movie blog I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, The Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, Sean here. Be sure to check out the new podcast over here at Merc with Movie Blog, Beyond the Screen. Mike, Sarah, and I, every week, coming together, doing our own little our own little radio show, whatever you want to call it, talking movie news, life, TV news, anything. Whatever comes up, that's what we're going to talk about. Every week, just come check it out. Where? Where? On the Merc with Movie Blog feed! Perfect! <laughs> Yay, okay, don't listen. Ready? And we're back, and uh, Kaylin, it sounded like you were on a roll. Uh, why don't you just go ahead and keep us going here? Um, so I was thinking about this, and <laughs> my favorite movie of all time is certainly not an underrated movie. I'm, I think most people categorize it more as overrated, and that movie would be Titanic. And it is my favorite <laughs> movie, not because I think it's the best movie ever made. It's my favorite movie because of what it did to me as a movie fan, because I would have been like seven or eight when i saw it and yeah i think titanic was a lot of people's first epic movies and it just introduced them to that sweeping like um you know just type of movie that just like it just goes on and on and you just want more of the story and there's layers and all of a sudden the next thing you know you're like wait that was three and a half hours like what um i actually watched it today um i hadn't watched it in a while and for whatever (laughs) reason i was like Today's a Titanic day. I have to watch Titanic. But the other thing that it did to me as a child was I had in my head as a child that movies were, I I knew they were scripted. I knew they were actors, all of that. I thought they were filmed like a play. So I thought you filmed, like you started and you filmed for three hours or whatever. And Hmm. everything was really happening. Um, So I'd be like like a one shot. Yes, yes, I was convinced that that's how filmmaking worked. You know, nothing else made sense um, to my little brain. So I, I worked so hard to try to hold my breath as long as um, 
Rose holds her breath when she goes under um, to prove that it was possible that that scene happened because I was just like, this doesn't seem possible. She holds her breath for far too long. Like, that's the thing that bothered me of the whole movie was she <laughs> held her breath too long. Um, and, but it's just, the funny thing about that movie is as I got older, the things that I picked up on that I didn't understand as a kid. And so that's just been one I revisit all over and over again. I get it. I know that it's like, you know, it's Jim Cameron. So it's like, you know, it's big and epic and, maybe not as deep as you know other movies but it's it just affected me it made me a film lover um but one that i absolutely love that i think is really underrated and flies under the radar is perks of being a wallflower oh you made me watch that remember when we traded movies i love that movie it was such a great movie and it just if you just need to cry or you know you just want to be all up in your feelings for a couple hours that's just the perfect movie for it. Um, well, well that's another movie. list altogether. What? <laughs> I said, that's another list altogether. Oh, yeah. I've, like, I've got that playlist set. Um, but yeah, a lot of movies that I love tend to be more mainstream just because I think you do this thing where, you know, obviously when you're young, you only watch what's put in front of you. And as you age, you start filling in the gaps like you find stuff yourself. And you start filling in the gaps. So I'm slowly filling in those gaps, but I don't I haven't revisited a lot of things. So everything I watch is just super mainstream. I'm really basic. Well, Can you know, just, I've got another underrated movies? movie on my list and Rachel, uh you you like Kevin Smith a lot, so you I think you might agree, but Red State I think is highly underrated. It has great performances in it and I I personally dig the story and the plot and everything, but I love Red State, and I don't think it's talked about enough. And then another Kevin Smith movie that I think is underrated that people talk about a lot but they hate on is Jersey Girl. That's probably my I, – I will say yes. Jersey Girl is my favorite Kevin Smith movie. I think it's such a great movie. Are you talking it, about Ben Affleck? Absolutely. Yeah, Ben it's Affleck and – yeah, Liv Tyler and okay. George Carlin. Yeah, it's so good. It's got such heart, and I think that it was one of the the first movies that was like, it was kind of, I don't want to say the first one that like critics were you know acknowledged as having heart, but like it was the first one I think that like the general audience was kind of like, oh, it's not just dick and fart jokes with this guy. Um, yeah. There's like, I mean, there are dick and fart jokes in the movie, which are hilarious. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I completely agree with you, Jersey Girl. Uh, and I actually um, have <laughs> gone on record to say this, and I will continue to. I was wrong about Jersey Girl the first time I saw it. I was young, and it didn't apply to me. And it also happened right when Jen and Ben split up. And so, see, I was literally, I remember watching it in the theater, and then laughing when she died, because of the, like, I knew that her, her scenes got cut because she and Ben broke up. And so it was hilarious to me it was outside of the context, I guess. Um, so I was laughing when she died, which people were very upset with me for. Um, <laughs> but then like, you know, when just, she died though, that I cry every single time when, when Ben breaks down his perform, like his character oh. breaks down when he finds that out, 
there, there, I'm, I don't know if anyone else ever does this, but sometimes I want to cry. So I will seek out clips from movies or feel good videos on YouTube that I know will make me cry. That's something that I can go to if I ever want to cry. <laughs> like um, it's, it's, and you know what? I don't think that anybody gets a performance out of Ben Affleck the way that Kevin Smith does. I think that their relationship is so amazing in the fact that Ben just feels comfortable around Kevin and Kevin knows the way to pull those things, those feelings and emotions and performances out of Ben. And Ben's a really good actor. Like he gets shit on a lot for some reason. He's fantastic. But my favorite roles of his are Jersey girl and dogma. And uh, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot, but reboot is amazing. If you've seen it, you know, the scene I'm talking about, it will always make me cry. Um, just because I'm a daddy's girl, it is so oh, good. Hey, holy shit, everybody. Look at that. We got a special guest just jumped in. Everybody, <gasps> Kate Mulligan is here. Hi, Mom. Kate. Kaylin, how are you? <laughs> I am doing really good. I've got my, um, my crown royal, or as, uh, um, Mark Riley would say Crown Royale because he's super fancy. <laughs> um, and um, they have given me a list of movies I need to watch because apparently I've never seen any movies in my life. Um, I think I have until people start listing movies and I'm like, I haven't seen any movies. Um, Pookie says, Hey. Hi, Pookie. I was actually going to call and just be like, Oh, sorry. I was trying to reach Pookie. Sorry, guys. Oh. <laughs> That's hi. Um, so, so talk to me. What is going on here? I hear this is Kate. Oh, hold on, 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 Kate. I'm sorry, yeah. Kate. Um, we haven't actually officially announced that yet. Oh man! I think Can you, you edit about that to say? Well, you almost did, but uh, but uh, we haven't quite announced that yet. So we're gonna let Kaylin announce that real quick. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Can, no, can you're, fine. you're fine. You're fine. No, we can be No, this is, this is, we're good, we're good. Okay. But, but yes, everybody, Kaylin, Kaylin has an announcement we're going to make here, and that's why uh, I kind of arranged this little surprise to have, uh, or Kaylin has an announcement for us. I've arranged a little surprise for Kate to come in and, uh, and uh, spend some time with us. But Kaylin, uh, the floor is yours. So um, I have decided that I am going to um, step away from the show for a while. Um, and, uh, mainly for a couple reasons. Um, one is, um, finding the time to watch SEN and all the content all week has gotten extremely stressful. Um, and therefore recording then feels very stressful. Um, it also just, it's been putting a little bit of, (laughs) Darren Pookie has been fabulous, but it does put a little bit of stress on him because he knows that he he has a very demanding job and he knows that regardless he has to stop and take care of the baby for me to do this which he has been great about and been super supportive about for a year well the baby hadn't been alive for a year but um yeah since she was born and everything but um i just i think i need to step away relax for a while um jay wade though has been super super sweet about it and says i can come back if i want to 
come be a guest or whatever. And maybe one day I'll want to be back and maybe he'll let me back. But maybe he'll be doing something amazing and I don't fit in and he won't want me back. But maybe one day I'll be, uh, you know, wanting to come back. Um, Being at home. So my thoughts were being at home, I'm going to have all this extra ability to like watch the shows and everything. It's actually been the polar opposite because now that I'm home, I don't have my commute which is when I listen to, like, everything. And I also don't have um, my – I used to sit in my office and have it on listening. But now, because I'm doing everything online, I'm spending so much time having to interact online that I can't even do that. So even when I have my quote-unquote, like, work time, when I have, like, a babysitter lined up, I'm, like, actively doing things where I don't have time to listen to anything. So it just got super stressful the last couple of weeks. Um, And I love it, and I still want to pop in and listen to it. I'll probably, you know, listen whenever I can, as much as I can. I'm still going to be around on the Merc with a Movie blog crew, because I'm still doing... um, um, I should know the name of my own podcast. Um, Something Porky. Yes, shit. Into the port key? No, no, no. no. Through anyway. the port key? Through the port key? <laughs> Through the port key. I think that's yeah. it, yeah. Um, well, because we didn't have a name for it when we recorded the first few, because we like we started recording these way in advance, so we were just calling them the Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> and uh, so I'm still doing that. Um, I may still, you know, be involved in uh, other projects on the channel. It's just, this is a massive time commitment. Um and has been, and I've been handling it really well, but just everything got upended, and so it's just made things a little stressful. So I just need to take a step back and relax. There's no bad blood at all. In fact, Josh, Merc with the Movie Blog, has been talking to me about some stuff, and, you know, everything's great. I'm still interacting with everyone. The first thing Jay Wade said was, you're still going to like talk to me and stuff, right? Like you're still going to be my friend. I'm like, yes, of course. That's all I really care about in the end. I mean, I'm going to miss you on the show, of course, but as long as we can still talk and shit, man, I'm happy. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for me. I'm happy all around. Yeah. So, um, I'm, and, and he's been very, very sweet about all of it. And I'm going to be super, super supportive of whatever direction he goes with the show in the future. And I'd love to hop back on from time to time. Um, just being a weekly commitment is just hard right now. And I've got to take care of, you know, me and my family and my marriage and my baby and put all that stuff first. So it's unfortunate, but I'm not really going anywhere. Um, I'm still going to be around, still going to be talking to everybody, and still going to be available, still going to be all over Twitter, probably all over the uh, stream labs on SEN when I can watch, all that good stuff. But um, So that is what's going on with me. And it just, it's so, I just feel like it's so unreasonable, unbelievable. I mean, just, <laughs> just selfishness at its peak. Oh, well, that's me. Yeah. Oh. Wait, I was like, wait, there was silence. I'm like, uh-oh, I hope they know I'm doing a bit. Yes. Hey, you guys want to hear some silence? How about this one? Hey, Kate, yeah. are you? is it true that, it, that you're going to be the new co-host of SEN Afterlife for me? <laughs> I'm sorry, I <I'm> like... <laughs> Insert the crickets. <laughs> uh... Oh, man. Oh, 
yeah, well, it, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, and yeah, uh, it's going to be awesome uh, to to you know try some different stuff out. But you know, obviously, if if I had my way, you wouldn't be going nowhere. But yeah, I completely support. You know, I, I could never fault anybody for living their life, man. So. Also, it's it's it is the sort of thing like you wouldn't think. I mean, that is that is that is what this um this strange time has done too. Is it's like, you know, I do feel like um it, uh, teachers, especially right now, like they've they've now become full time parents, but also they need to teach their kids like on Zoom or whatever. And it's like I don't know how you I don't know how these people are doing it. I don't know how people are doing two of like two active jobs like that where they have to teach their own kids, but then they have to teach the kids in their class. And I don't know. It just seems like it's, it just seems like this. Uh, Kaylin, do you feel like if this, if there, if you were still working, if you were still going to work, do you feel like this would continue a little bit longer? Or do you feel like this was sort of always coming and this was just the nail in the coffin? Um, I probably would have wanted, I mean, every now and then I skip a week anyway uh jay wade I, i'll just yeah. text and be like i am not feeling it i just cannot do this this week i just need to chill um yeah. and those help me refresh um yeah. but i hit a point where i took last week off and i was still like uh, yeah i i, I I'm, I'm still feeling the stress so i think i would have been fine if i'd still been going to work because i would have had lots of opportunities to listen at work lots of opportunities totally. to listen i mean i, I t- it takes me 35 minutes to get to work or longer depending yeah on. and so that was half the show i got to w- listen to to and from work and then the other half i'd listen to like while i was cooking dinner or something right so just finding that time has just become just well, crazy. also, it's it's my experience that nine-year-olds are not intent on letting you get anything done, let alone listen to a show. Or nine months old. What did I say? Nine-year-old? I meant nine months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah tomato, so tomato. I've been... <laughs> hey, Rachel. <laughs> By the way, hi. <laughs> um, yeah, I've... Um, I, I still luckily have my mother and mother-in-law who can, can help me some because um, they're both basically self-isolating from as much as they can so they can still keep her for me but like today I was trying to grade test it literally took me 12 hours to grade because it's like I'd grade a test and Ugh. then ba- baby crying and then <laughs> I'd grade half a test and baby whining over something or baby fell down or um toy uh is out of reach or whatever the case may be or she's grabbing everything out my hand yeah it, it has become very very crazy um and i certainly am very very blessed to still have a job you know that is an amazing thing to still have an income but it has it is bizarre because there's so many people who are now doing double duty and so many people who are just like i would love to be working right now and i know and making money I know you're so- talking you're talking to two of them Rachel and myself <laughs> three i would i would three. love to be working yeah. that sounds great and it's funny because like normally i'm you know i'm so many of my friends like kids cool aunts so like whenever they need a break i'm the one that they call but because now you're not yeah. supposed to be around people like i've been self-isolating for months so it doesn't really matter but like you know i i can't like stop into my friends and be like hey i'm gonna watch the kids you guys go out for a date night like go ahead like you can't do that like it's so hard and like i I want nothing more than just to help yeah Yeah. 
like I yeah, think I and it is. At one point. I mean, you don't want to sound um, like you know, like you don't understand other people's problems when you say things like, you know, I just need a break. But the, you do have those moments, and I'm sure you have them too, oh. Kate, where you're just like, I just need a break. I just need well, no, someone. I need. I mean, I need a break, but all I'm doing is full time parenting. I mean, it's it's it is just it's a it's a crazy thing, Kaylin. I can't imagine if on top on top of having to be here and like today Brett and I started our um our show today mm-hmm. and um well not our show but the, the 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 precursor to our show basically but um I I had to plan it for during nap because I was like there's no way I'm gonna be able to and I have another adult in the house with me do you know what I mean like my husband is here but there's no way that anything will be that I can do get anything done if there's two kids that are awake and running around it because even if dad is there, they want mom. Do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. so it's not like I, I can't create good content if every five minutes I'm like, excuse me, I just got to go. I just get my, I'm sorry guys. I just get, oh, okay. Is it like, you know, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know how anybody's, I don't, I honestly don't know how you're doing it at all, but I'm doing two things and I feel like I need a break even just doing this one thing. Yeah, and luckily enough, because I do have my mother-in-law, my mother, and they, I mean, my mom comes here and to my house and babysits, but she's in the living room. My husband's in his office. I'm in my bedroom, yeah. which has my desk. At it. So I still get some isolation and some yeah. work for myself. Now, my mother-in-law lives like I can see her house from my house, so I bring the baby to oh, her. Oh, that's great. And, that's yeah. Great. So I bring the baby to her. So I get a little bit of like genuine quiet and alone time and to get some work done. But, um, and, and it's extremely, extremely helpful. And I don't know how people are doing it who have zero help and have no one available to help help them. It's, it, it's very stressful. Um, I have a feeling that we're about to have a rise in alcoholism in this country. Um, I'm not kidding you, Kaylin. I'm telling you, I'm going straight from quarantine to an AA meeting. Oh uh, <laughs> no! Just Kate, just just come over to the apartment. We'll 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 help you out. It's fine. Yeah, uh, I'm I, sure you've got plenty of booze over there, huh? Yeah, I was gonna say, Rachel. I'm sure you're gonna be the one that pulls me out of alcoholism, huh? Hey, just because I have a drink in one hand doesn't mean I can't reach down and help you up with the other one. <laughs> um, I make and... hands for a reason. And uh, of all the things, you know, we made sure we had plenty of certain stuff, but I'm like, my alcohol is getting low really fast. And I just pulled out alcohol, I pulled out a Crown Royal that I have, it's, I don't even know when I bought it. I don't know that I was living in this house when I bought it. And I've lived in this house for like four years. I haven't touched it since then. Um, but I'm just like, okay, we're getting low on the things I drink all the time. So we're going to get you, creative. <laughs> I am I am living parallel to you. I mean, I have plenty of alcohol in this house. But I will say I definitely polished off last night a rum that I think we had in our, like, a, a house that we lived in three years ago. I think we moved the rum with us because it's like we're not big rum drinkers. But I was like, oh, I've got all this ginger beer and I've got all this uh this ginger mixer, I'm going to make a, a couple dark and stormies. I, I actually said to my husband at some point, I'm like, does this, like alcohol expire? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> he's like, no, no, it's alcohol. No, it does not. Like, that's sort of the point. <laughs> like, oh, red it also wine, clears yes. Up, it also clears up infections and colds yeah. <laughs> and stomach bugs. These, I, these facts brought to you by Dr. Rachel Silvestrini. 
I've, I've got a, a bottle of Bacardi Gold Rum from 2003. I still haven't opened. There you go. <laughs> Listen, make yourself a nice, well, I guess that's not dark rum. I was going to say, make yourself a nice dark and stormy. Make yourself a nice light and stormy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not joking. There was one night that I was like super close just to bringing a bottle over to your house, Kate, and just like sitting and like, camping chairs 10 feet apart and just like <laughs> drinking in your driveway like we could do it yep. yeah we are we are uh we're pretty stocked up here and usually by five o'clock we hit it but i wanted to be clear-headed to say to to come on and say hi to caitlin um because jay jay was like hey uh, and i'm sorry by the way what, what's harder leaving the show or having me almost announce it for you <laughs> Oh, no, that was fine. Um, <laughs> it, it may have even been easier if you had just been the one to be like, so Kaylin's leaving the show. <laughs> oh, and then, and, and you know me, I would have instantly been like, what? <laughs> Why? This is news. That was the other thing, too. I was actually going to come on and just be like. So why do you hate Jay so much? Did, did you guys already talk about this? Was this already, did you guys already work this out? Or do you want me to mediate? Like what's going on? I've, I've honestly, I've almost asked her if it was any, if it's anything to do with me. Like if I've upset her or offended her or anything. But then I'm like, dude, Kayla, she would tell me. I so, would. I, I think I, yeah, so I didn't ask. I was like, she'd yeah. tell me if I did. She'd probably tell me on air. So um, <laughs> I do feel like, Kaylin, and I could be wrong about this, but I do feel like this is the sort of thing. I feel like what you're describing is something I've gone to multiple times. I remember there was a job. I just loved doing it. I was a, I was a fitness instructor, actually, at this place called The Bar Method. And I, I kept that job after I had my first son. Um, because it was in my neighborhood and it was easy and da, da, da. and then we moved and I ended up working at a new location but then like right around I mean I think it was even while I was still pregnant I was just like I can't the amount of time and stress and like it just as much as I love doing the thing I have to sort of get my priority straight not that this isn't a great priority not that that wasn't a great thing but like there is just the thing where you sort of have to weigh out like what is is it is it beneficial at the end of the day on my marriage my children my family me to be this out of sorts or this whatever and I feel like I don't know I totally applaud you for doing it because I, I I'm sure it was a tough decision to make I'm sure and also it's you know it's a sad decision to make and you, you we want to believe we can do it all but like if you're if you're hearing from yourself like I don't know like that's that's the first voice to and I think that's the biggest lie society has told us as women as as time has gone on is um, we fought so hard to be um, equal to men like in the workplace, but we never gave up any of the responsibilities at home. <laughs> like, so it didn't become equal. It became more. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was it's um it's very yeah it, it's super stressful it's super stressful being a mother um being a working mother um being um and then on top of it i have such a mothering personality anyway which we were actually just talking about how you do too um we talked about that a minute ago <laughs> that um that like my students like i i lay in bed worrying about them like Ugh. 
That's so you know, sweet. <laughs> I'm worried about them. I'm like, should I have done this? Should I should I email this person and check in? Are they going to think I'm weird? Should I ask them about this? I, oh. You know, like I'm that person. So I'm just like stressing about that too. So like every person in my life, I take on their, you know, yeah. I take them on as someone I, I want to take care of. Yes. Um, so I, I think that there's an issue that women have. Um, sorry to exclude you, Jay, but uh, go sit down. Um, that like, uh, but it's one of those things that, you know, we have this whole thing of wanting of, because we have the more options now to be everything and to do everything that we have, we feel this internal pressure to like, you know, fulfill those things that our grandmothers and great grandmothers and mothers fought for and, and like actually be everything to everyone when you don't have to be everything at all times. And that's like the balance that I've found that I was like, oh, I don't have to do that all the time. I don't have to like be thinking and worrying about my mom uh, living by herself. I don't have to be worrying about my sister and her awful ex-husband. Like, you don't have to be thinking well, about that all the time. I don't know. Maybe, no, maybe keep worrying about that one. That sounds a little shady well, there. Keep worrying well, about yeah. that. I mean, they live in <laughs> Florida, so who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> but uh, but like, you Florida. don't have to carry it with you all the time. Like, it's you can pick those moments. And if, if, if you don't want to do something, just say no. And it's the hardest word for women to say these days is no. And yeah. at, at some point, I learned how to say no. And the first time I did it, and realize that the world didn't implode, it was like the most freeing thing in the world. Yeah. Um, also too, a little bit, the, first, the first time I felt that, it was like the first time I, it, it's like taking your bra off. You know, it's just, you let the puppies out and <laughs> oh it's just, God. it's freeing yes. and liberating. Yes. I Sorry, I, I just had to inter- I, I had to contribute something. Yeah, Come on, absolutely. But Jay, you're not wrong. Absolutely, oh, that's, a, that's a legit comparison. I had to put on a bra the other day, and I was like, I haven't put one on in like two months. Like, what the fuck? Like, can I still do this? Like, I was like, do I remember the mechanics of this? I put one on a couple hours ago because we uh, drove down to get some food, and we decided to all go since we never get out of the house. And I was like, my boobs are so high. right you're like oh here they are yeah um josh and ken's face is resting on them (laughs) yes um so i have a so uh maybe if we can if uh, y'all know josh and ken uh, josh mcuga and ken knapsack more personally than jay wade or i do so uh, next time you talk to them please let them know that their uh afternoons with josh and ken shirts with their two faces on it on a woman, their faces end up on your boobs. <laughs> they're, they're, I've, I've, I've made that very aware to them. I used to sell merchandise as a career, like for bands and tours and stuff like that. So, like, I'm very like cautious about buying T-shirts with logos on them. Mm-hmm. And so, whenever anybody who cre- is going to create a T-shirt, I'm always like, "Okay, I know you didn't ask for it, but this is the advice I'm going to give to you if you want women to wear these. Because if you want them to, you shouldn't put their heads where their tits are going to be, like." <laughs> And And also, so in my case, unfortunately, that means their heads couldn't be at the belly line. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, you know, to each their own. I'm just saying, if if their heads, and that's with a bra on, right? (laughs) And I'll tell you what, that is when they are lifted. Oh my (laughs) gosh! Yes, that's when they are lifted up. (laughs) Uh, I think after all of this, I'm gonna have to go get remeasured. Honestly, Ever, like that's uh, gonna be my first treat is a brand new bra. Uh, after all of this, 
That sounds amazing. Those, yeah. mm. uh, I think we're all probably as society going to switch to sports bras. I feel like. There's none. Just none. Uh, I, w- I would totally dig none. Like, I don't know. Uh, this was a man's invention, obviously, like the high heel shoe. No woman Although came I, up with this. I know, but I do have to say, listen, I hate to, I hate to be playing on the opposite. I have to say, I do like the way I look on better. I do have to say. Oh, I like the way I look. It's just super uncomfortable. I don't feel yes. like it's necessary. To See, I don't want to get, no, no, no. get rid of heels. I just want to make it socially acceptable to take off your heels in the middle of a function and put on flip-flops or flats. Because every girl who does that gets like looked down upon, and I'm like, no, no, you don't get, you don't understand. Like, like it's not a badge of honor. Loafers. Yeah, it's not a badge of honor to be like, you know, oh, I wore these heels for 18 hours and they're six inches of platforms. Like, no, that's not about like you. You don't have feeling in your legs anymore. Yeah, (laughs) like going to hurt yourself. I think I think this whole current state is going to save us all because i don't think anybody's going to notice we're all going to be too busy not shaking hands from here on out to even worry about what people are doing with their feet i'm just very true i mean not to be dark about the whole thing but i think a lot of things are going to go away i don't know that bras is one of them but maybe (laughs) let's keep hoping but i I don't think handshakes i don't know man I don't need bras to go away. I need the necessity to wear them to go away. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, you know, they're fine. Just, like, makeup. Like, why do you have to wear makeup if you're going to be, like, professional looking? By the way, I have to say, some of these makeup filters, like, on the phone made me realize, like, men look better in makeup, too. Like, I actually want my husband to start wearing makeup it looks good on him every time i put one of those like filters on him and i'm like oh look at the snapchat filter and it's like makeup i'm like god you really pop when we do your eyes <laughs> kate i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah. put this request in now um can you yeah. can one of the segments on your new show be you putting makeup on your husband and uh and Brett's bright getting makeup put makeup on, on by his wife and just like do a male makeover like i would love <laughs> To see is, that. I gotta tell you, it's funny. We were um, one of the segments that was suggested to us today was that our children put our makeup on for us. So I think oh, wow. that is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be very I mean yes, but I'm I'm a huge <laughs> proponent for the husband's makeover. <laughs> it's just listen. Every uh, mascara looks good on everybody. That's all I'm saying. That is true. Everyone's eyes pop. That is true. <laughs> Although I prefer the eyeliner, but anyway. Jay, we're learning so much about you today. Dude, I used to go to Rocky Horror Picture Show on the weekends, dressed there in drag, is. makeup, all that shit, man. So much go. fun. There I was about is. to say, we, we, yep. we grew up in the era of Rocky Horror, and then we had, like, the glam rock, and then we had, like, all those, bo- like, all those you know, punk and metal bands that came out with, like, guy liner, and I mean, right. it's not unheard of. It's just, yeah. you don't see very many guys being like, oh, can I, do you have a concealer I can borrow? Like, you just don't, <laughs> like, that, that's what you don't hear these days. That's right. Uh, Well, I'm so sorry to do this. I'm going to have to jump off because it is nearing bedtime after dinner time here. Um, But Kaylin, I just when Jay asked me to be on the show, I was like, of course. I feel like you've been such a huge supporter, and um, I just love every time I hear you speak. Every time I get to interact with you on any level, I just feel like you are 
such a gem. And uh, I mean, it makes perfect sense that you lay in bed thinking about your students and how you can be helping them. It just, I feel, I hope, I wish for you that you uh, in, enjoy this time off um, from the show, but, uh, but just also like, you know, that you, you, you find some nice balance in your life because those kids are going to be fine. You just keep doing you, you take care of your kiddo. <laughs> I am, and that's what I'm striving for, and yeah. I I am so happy that you jumped on here. And, uh, Jay Wade, if you get Kate on at any point, yes, be sure absolutely. to send me a, a, an invite for that episode. Oh, yep, for sure, so for sure. <laughs> Thank you so uh, well, much, Kate. Really appreciate it. Kidding. It was such a pleasure. I mean, I'm telling you, you guys have been the best to me, and I just, if I could repay in any little way, I was happy to do it. Um. But wishing you all the best, Kaylin. I'm sure we'll be in touch. And oh, thank yeah. you, by the way, for popping on the Roxy show the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sharing, that was great. And sharing what you shared. I, boy, oh, boy, need to talk with you about that more. So, um, uh, well, hit me up. I will. All right. Well, good luck to everybody. Everybody stay safe out there. Silvestrini, I'll see you soon. Come on. All right. All right. Bye. Later. Love y'all. Okay. <laughs> bye, Kate. Bye, Kate. Bye. bye. That was awesome. Thank, thanks that to Kate for stopping in. That was great. And uh, yeah, definitely going to miss you, Kaylin. Um, in a completely platonic way, I fucking love you, man. And, I love you too, Jay. Yeah, I'm going to miss doing this show with you. And I've already been thinking of, uh, I've been trying to think of like 25 to 30 minute little short shows that you, like something you and I could do just so we can still do something together. So I don't know. I just, I, I definitely know I don't want this. To, I, I still want to do something with you. I don't, 10 minutes. I don't care. Let's come up with a 10 minute show. I don't care. I just want to do something with you. But yeah, it's been great having you on here. Freaking anytime you want to come back, it's going to be awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, 10 minutes I can do because I can fit that in during nap time. Hey, there you go. That's a legit maybe, maybe thing. Maybe I'll come up with a short little 10-minute show or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a legit thing in a mother's life where you have to plan things around nap time. <laughs> yeah, I bet. You don't think so. And you have to plan things like bath time around, like, has she pooped recently? Because if she hasn't, maybe we skip bath time because I don't want that to happen in the bathtub. Again. And those are things you didn't think you'd think about <laughs> until you have one. And then you're like, okay, these are things we think about. Okay. My life is different. (laughs) (laughs) But that was great. Thank you for that surprise. That was awesome. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Um, And uh, uh, Rachel, uh, before we wrap it up, I want to ask, I got a couple questions that I normally ask Schmodown competitors. I'd like to, I'd like to run by you if you don't mind. Absolutely. Um, Wait, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you, hold on. Yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, my thing said it disconnected for a second. All right. Um, well, one of the questions I like to ask is, uh, and this is never a slight against your current manager, but just out of curiosity, if you if you had to be traded, is there a specific faction that you would prefer to be traded to? That would mean giving up my partner in Ben Goddard, which I you can pry him out of my cold, dead hands. Um. He can go with you. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, Jesus. Um, probably, probably Roxy or Shannon. Uh, Shannon. Oh, they're, wow. they're that bo- would be fun. They're both just so smart about the game and ruthless. Like they're honest and um, mm-hmm. they just want the best for their players. Um, 
and they're like aggressive about it in the best way. Um, but I will never leave Kate. Like we, we've had, we had talks yeah. about this. Uh, and I like, we're not, I'm not going anywhere. Ben's not going anywhere. Kate's not going anywhere. We're here. We're here for the long haul. Poop. I just remembered I was going to tell Kate. So I didn't post it anywhere because I was like uh, in my pajamas and looking like shit, but I did the little thing, <laughs> you know, the, the thing where it rolls through on top of your head, all the different factions to see what faction. Oh, yeah. you had. And I got oh. the den. Oh, sweet. DM yes. it to her. I'm sure she'll love that. Yes, I need to because I didn't want to post it anywhere, but I'm like, I got the den. I was so excited. Just post it. Yeah, I, my loyalty at the moment is split between the den and and uh, swag squad. So you, They are sick and they're constantly dripping all over the place. So drip, if you drip. like the coronavirus, enjoy your time well, with let, swag. Winston and Kate are both uh, friends and family of the show in the movie blog here. We've had Winston on a couple of our shows a couple times. In fact, his girlfriend, uh, Kristen, lovely girl, uh, made her podcasting debut on a, a Bachelor podcast that Sarah and I do here on this uh, on this blog. Uh, but yeah, uh, so a, a lot of that, a lot of that, probably I will admit it. I, I love them anyway, but that that has a lot to do with why I split it between Kate and Winston. But still, well, Swags, I, I love Winston. I, we we had we had Chandra on last week, and I still I still say. He would make such an amazing heel. Is a heel. Why does everybody keep saying he isn't? Chandra isn't. He heel. said he, he wasn't. Is- even he himself said he wasn't. Well, we all have these images of ourselves in our heads, and he needs to step <laughs> out of that and realize how amazing it will be once he accepts the fact that he is a heel. Like, I think the sky will be the limit for him once he does that. Um, but I do, I, I have a very deep love for Winston. Uh, at the last free for all, um, I was sitting on a stairway, uh, on a staircase backstage, um, with a handle of Jameson and it was me and, um, Winston and Zipper. Um, and we formed, uh, we decided that we were going to be a band and we were going to be called Whiskey Staircase, um, or Whiskey Stairwell. And, uh, yeah, like, (laughs) so funny. I, I adore Winston. Every time I see him, we just do nothing but laugh. Like he's the best. But uh, no, yeah, I'm, he's, I, he's a real funny, real good guy. I'm, I'm, I have too much sass and not enough swag, so I could, I, I don't <laughs> think I'd fit in. Yeah. Um, um, oh, go ahead, Caitlin. My problem is like I have, I think there's more managers I love than ones I don't. Like it's easier. Like I, I love Roxy. I love Kate. I love Winston. Um, I'm loving what Shannon's doing. Um. You know, it's just, it's, it, it's so hard to pick. I mean, Kate's always my favorite, but I love Roxy. I love Roxy so much. I mean, every, there's, there's something amazing about every manager. It just depends on like what you want out of your season. And I think that me with Kate makes like the utmost sense. Like, I think that I'm, uh, this season's going to be, <laughs> once it starts back up, um, you'll see how amazing it will be for the, for her to, and I to be on the same team together. Um, but I mean, honestly, you can't like every, you can't talk about managers without talking how fucking hilarious and wonderfully entertaining our RMB is. Like, oh, Robert yeah. Meyer I mean, he's one of my favorite people. I mean, honestly, I was, I was actually really disappointed because I'm really good friends with, uh, with Kaiser and Kevin. And so I didn't get drafted to, uh, to the dungeon. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, 
I would make the perfect female dungeon master. Like that would be amazing. People were calling me the, the dungeoness. Like it was hilarious. Um, I already had a plan for like, uh, I told Kaiser, I was like, you know, when you drafted uh, Robert Parker second, I instantly had this plan to walk him out for his first IG match as um, he would be the Yoda on my back, like Luke. <laughs> I told, oh, I know oh it would have been hilarious, but I, and I told, uh, I told uh, Kaiser that uh, the night of the draft and he was like, oh, well, let's see what we can do. I'm like, no, no, I got Kate. Kate picked me. You didn't like, you lost your chance. Uh, but yeah. so it's not like I, I love Kaiser. Kaiser is Kaiser and I can get like old school, like Brooklyn, like New York attitude together. And it's just like, it's so great. He's like the brother I always wanted. He's the best, but like, there's, there's no manager in it, that I don't think is, isn't in it to win it and doesn't care about their, their teams. So it's like, there's no wrong choice really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jay Wade. Yes. You know the answer to this. What's my? What are my thoughts on Kaiser? Uh, he has a sexy beard. Mm-hmm. She she really digs on the Kaiser. Um, she likes his <laughs> glasses so. as well, and she thinks he's cute in a hat. He's he's got a good hat. Kaiser. Like, he, Kaiser yes. What you said? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I ever, uh, maybe I said something about his hat, but definitely his beard. It. it I just want to like run my fingers through it. It's so cute. <laughs> I love that. He's one of those, like, blue-collar, like, working-type guys that just, like, yeah. Yes. He's a good-looking dude. Kaiser's a good-looking yes. dude. Um, I have a thing for I have for a beard, pe- too. I have a, I have a nice big beard. I hey. know you do, Jayway. But we're talking about Kaiser, Jay. You want to run your hands through my beard? <laughs> um, yes, but also no, no because <laughs> we're very platonic. Six feet um, So that would be Six weird. feet. Yeah, also that. <laughs> Um, so I think the very first comment I made this week about, uh, SEN to Jay, cause you know, we'll text back and forth little comments was Christian's beard. Like it's, he's, he's, he's growing out his beard and he's looking good. I'm um, so sad he shaved that off. I was like, I really wanted to see like how Christian long it was going to get. Beard. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I love Brett's beard. Brett has an amazing beard. Brett and Alice are no longer allowed to shave. No, Ellis can't like, shave. No, he no. looks great. Have you gone back and watched old matches and, like, seen babyface Ellis? It is shocking to see Ellis without a beard anymore. Yeah, yeah. so in, in the summer of 2017, my husband grew out a beard, and he, he had to keep it – he has to keep it neat-looking because of his job – um, but he is allowed to have one. In fact, the uh, HR like talked to him about like what he's allowed to do with his beard. <laughs> um, but I haven't let him work for Disney or something. What the fuck? He's an accountant, so works with you know. numbers. He can, like let him look like I don't know. Fine. People have it in their head that you know your accountant can't look sketchy because you know he can't look. He he has to look pristine because if he doesn't, then what kind of shenanigans is he getting up to with your money? Um, I'd rather have a sketchy looking accountant than a straight laced looking drug dealer any day. Oh, that's probably true. Yeah. Um, but he's no longer allowed to shave. Like I love his beard. And in fact, right now, because we're at home, um, I'm the one who normally keeps his, uh, I, I trim his hair and I trim his beard and I haven't. And I'm like, I, I wanted to see what happens as you grow it out because his sister has like ringlets for hair. 
and his mother has super curly hair and his dad would have if he had ever let it get longer than like an inch long um so i want his, i want his hair and his beard to just grow out because i want to see what it looks like because i'll probably never get another chance and he's like no it's hot i don't want all that hair on me and i'm like <laughs> but i want to see it which I totally I promised get myself like, this year I'm gonna cut my hair I'm gonna get my hair cut like Danny DeVito. Oh <laughs> how much fun would that be? Um uh, mm. Mm, a lot mm. of fun, I think. <laughs> you know that's not like a choice, right? He he has I know, no hair. I know, I know, I know. But I mean it'd still be fun. It goes back to an old joke between me and mine and I, but I I'd still I I was supposed to do it years ago, but I just did, but I still want to do it. It's always oh. a joke until you do it, and then it won't grow back, and then you're see, yeah. I was worried like that. about that too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I could see my shit lock, dude. I do it, and then I'm forever stuck that way. It's like one of those things. Like, remember when you were little, and your parent, like, you'd cross your eyes, and your mom would be like, "Don't do that. It'll get stuck like that." I think that that upbringing just kind of like sticks with you a little bit in the back of your brain, where like, yeah, you're like, yeah I'm gonna like shave the side of my head and it'll be funny and edgy and then you're like but wait what if what if it doesn't grow back <laughs> Been there many times. Let's, let's not test that um <laughs> so my grandpa when this is a, a different situation but when he went through chemo and lost all of his hair he lost his eyelashes and God. his hair came back uh the little he didn't have a ton of hair to begin with but his eyelashes really didn't he has like four eyelashes it's hmm. so weird. And I'm like, of all the things, like, you need eyelashes. They actually have a function. Uh, I so. mean, technically, so do eyebrows, but Whoopi Goldberg doesn't have those. She doesn't? doesn't? My God, Google a picture of her right now. I've she never not, noticed. She does not have eyebrows. And if she ever does, like, in movies or whatever, they're Whoopi drawn on. Goldberg. Holy shit, she doesn't. Right? Holy shit, she does not. Oh I have God. never, ever noticed. Never have I noticed. It's because she has a prominent brow, and so it gives the illusion of eyebrows, but she legitimately does not have hair in her eyebrows. Like, she, she doesn't have No, right? but... Uh, Sorry for ruining that for you guys, but it's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> depending on the picture, it almost looks like she does because of the, like, shadows. Yeah, exactly. But nobody notices Holy until you point cow. it out. It's one of those glass-picking moments. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'll never be able to not see that. I know, and, and, and we'll, we'll end on this note, because that just reminded me something that Saul told me uh, last week when we were talking. Um, he, was, uh, he was saying, he pointed out to me, uh, I, I don't know, if I hope neither of you have noticed this, because I didn't either, but now that I he pointed it out, I can't not notice it. Um, ben Goddard laughs at his own jokes. And I had never noticed that before, but I'll be damned if it's not true. <laughs> and I don't know, yeah. Saul pointed that out to me, and as soon as he pointed it out to me, I was like, you know, he's right, dude. He does laugh at his own jokes. <laughs> maybe maybe that's why he and I get along so well, because I do the same exact thing. Like, I'll make a joke, and I'll start laughing, and even if nobody does, I'm like, yeah, screw you, I'm funny. <laughs> like, you guys are Yeah, like, I mean, ah, hey, I mean as long as you like it. Yeah, I I do that, and I also can't, like, tend, like, you know, like, you're trying to trick someone or something. I, I can I can do none of that, um, because as soon as someone's like, hey, who ate the last cookie? 
I'm just like, <laughs> like yeah. it's awful. Like I cannot, I can't keep a secret. I can't do any of it because I laugh. I, I, and that's one of the reasons I never got into like, uh, you know, school plays and stuff. Cause I, um, I auditioned for a play and I literally giggled through my entire audition. Like, I mean, to be, I, I also have the sense of humor of like a 12 year old boy and a yes. five year old kid. But like, like I said earlier, like I laugh at everything. I, I, first of all, I think that life is tragic in and of itself. So like not being able to laugh at the stupidity or the, the just life of what it is, like it really sets you back. So I find, I like to find the humor in everything. And I have a really dark sense of humor, like to the point where my stepmom won't go to movies with me anymore because we went to go see Star Trek. And uh, you know when uh, the planet Vulcan is, like, being destroyed by Nero? And yes. they're, they're all in, like, the, the, the cave or whatever. Um, and it's, like, the planet's starting to get destroyed. And they're all trying to run out. And there's that one guy that is at the back of the group that gets crushed by a statue that falls on him. I started laughing hysterically. Because in my mind, I'm like, well, you can't outrun death. When it's your time, it's your time. I start laughing. And my stepmom is mortified. And she's like slapping me. She's like, Rachel, stop it. I'm like, I can't. He just got crushed by a statue. Like, I don't know. It's funny. Um, it so sounds fun. like you need to go to movies with Jay Wade. Because what is it that you were laughing? You laughed at something during Joker. Joker. Yeah. I laughed a few times. But I laughed. The two times I laughed the most was when he stabbed the guy in the eye with the, with the uh, or I don't know if it was the eye or the throat first. But when he stabbed, first stabbed the guy in his apartment with the scissors, I laughed. My brother laughed too, so I'm not the only sick Wade. Um, but uh, and then when he shot Murray, uh, just fucking could not stop laughing. And and it wasn't just me and my brother. There were other people in there laughing too. So I mean, I, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But yeah, I, I I a lot of that stuff struck me as funny. I haven't seen Joker. Uh, it came out in a time oh, when sorry. I was just kind of, no, 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 you're fine. It's it's one of those movies so that it doesn't really matter to me. Like, if anybody talks about it around me, like, there's no spoilers, like, Joker's, you know, the Joker. But, like, I thought you were talking about in uh, Batman Begins, when he makes, like, the joke and he's like, you want to see a magic trick? And, like, the guy comes over and he slams hmm. his head down he's like, ta-da! Like, I laugh so hard at that. Like, shit yeah. like that makes me laugh so ridiculously hard. Like, the other day when, uh, uh, or last week when uh, Mark came over to do the the drive by schmodown. Yes. <laughs> like we were talking for about ten minutes before and about ten minutes after, and I was just like, "Can you just stay and make me laugh?" Because that man makes me laugh like nobody else does. Like he's so funny. He's that perfect balance of like stupid and highbrow humor at the same time. He's just wonderful. I adore him. And but, uh, I'm. Uh... I was always that person giggling during class when my teacher would make like dad jokes. And no one else, everybody else, yeah, everybody else just thought that, like, this person's just so uncool, so I can't laugh. And I'm just like, this person's amazing. Do you want to hear my favorite joke of all time? Yes. Okay, so two muffins get put into the oven, and one one muffin turns to the the other, and he goes, oh my god, is it just me, or is it hot in here? And the other muffin goes, oh my god, a talking muffin! Oh my gosh! Oh, it's a yeah delayed reaction. That's it's my favorite joke. I don't know why, but it's so fucking stupid. I like that. That, that or uh, what the pirates' favorite letter? R. R. You think it'd be R, but it's the C, maybe. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Right? Oh. They're so stupid, but they're so much fun. Like, I don't know. Like I like I said, I like to find humor in this in every part of life, and so like if there's something stupid, funny like that, I I just latch onto it. It makes me so happy. Yeah, it's why I love yeah, some of the sure. movies I do. Like there are some really bad, stupid comedies out there that I will put on because it makes me laugh every time. Like, dude, where's my car? In stitches. <laughs> I saw being... that in the theater. <laughs> oh, so good. It's so funny and stupid, but you just love it so much because it is exactly what you want it to be. Right, right, right. Dude, sweet. Dude, sweet. <laughs> anyway, I could do that forever. <laughs> no, and then. And then. Um... And no, and then. <laughs> Oh, man, it, it's been great having you on, Rachel. We really appreciate your time. And uh, and also, j- just to add, your uh, your team match that, that you guys had last week was freaking really good. Well done. Yes. Well done. Thank you uh, very much. Yeah, uh, I didn't know what to expect of Goddard, and he's really shown up this season. Like, yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a powerhouse, and... Uh, so glad that people are like have like underestimated him at the beginning because I was like as soon as uh, Kate and I were talking about um, like it was at the beginning of the season it was after the draft and all the dust had settled and she had texted me and she's like who do you want as your partner and I was like I think Goddard and I would have the best chance and like I think we would complement each other because like I Goddard and I have spoken had, had like hung out and spoken multiple times before. He, he was even considered for being a part of uh, the Schmodown like before SEN became a thing. Uh, Cause he was helping out behind the scenes with Emma a lot. And so he was at a lot of the tapings and we would talk and I was like, yeah, like from everything that I've gathered about him, I think that we would just be a really solid team. I think that we would complement each other really well. Um, and so it's just one of those things that like, it's just, it, it's, it's all coming together. And that match was phenomenal. And we had so much fun with that. And I, like, I, desperately and dearly love Vinny and Owen like they're such good men um they're really really solid guys um so it was fun to play them like I've known Owen for a long time and Vinny's just like the coolest dude ever um and so now our next match is against the real rejects um so it'll be uh it'll be fun to see what happens there um but yeah it's 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 a really good dynamic between Ben and I so I'm really really happy about that well, it's oh, been great sure. so far. I can't wait to see what y'all do next. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Same here. Um, and that, that Real Rejects match is going to be great. Uh, I didn't realize you guys were going to be playing them next. That's going to be awesome. So looking forward to that for sure. Um, what, uh, why don't you go ahead and plug your socials for everybody? Let, let folks know where they can find you at. Or okay, anything so, else you got going on, if you got any. I know you said something earlier about you're going to start a stream, I believe. Yeah, anything you want to plug, go for it. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at rmsilvestrini. Um, you can find me uh, super active in all of the Facebook groups. Uh, I have uh, a fan group for myself, which sounds really weird. Um, there's also the uh, Den Facebook group that I'm also super active on, as long as well as the SEN and uh, Schmodown Facebook. Um, I have started streaming um, as of today where we're recording uh last night was my very first uh stream i have a show called movies music and mayhem and where i interview people uh regarding like movies and music and most of the people i'm going to be interviewing are people that i've toured with before uh so it's going to be a really interesting interview my first interview that i did last night was with 
uh, Andy Glass, the bassist for We Came as Romans. Uh, you can find it on my channel. Please find me and follow me. Um, and I will be announcing who I will have on next week, uh, which is funny enough, on my birthday, um, as soon as I hit 100 subscribers. So find me on YouTube. You can find the link in uh, on my Facebook or on my Instagram and uh, Twitter page. Um, so come join us on Thursdays uh and hang out and just kind of we get to know me a little bit better and you get to know the people that i love better so it's 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 a really fun time excellent sounds good sounds good thank you um kaylin where can the folks find you at you can find me on twitter and on letterboxd uh at kaylin row 715 that's k-a-l-y-n-r-o-s-e-1-5 um i did a lot of movie watching today of movies i've seen a lot so i've been very active on letterbox today <laughs> um and on twitter because i started myself a titanic thread today so go like my titanic thread please um, i already did oh awesome thank you um it's so handy that there are so many gifts already out there about titanic you don't have to like go hunting very hard <laughs> um so that is where you can find me and i will still be around Yes, for sure, for sure. And uh, you guys can find me on the Twitter at jwade1134. That is the letter J, W-A-D-E-1134. You can also follow Merc with Movie Blog at Movie Blog Merc. um, If you want some written content and whatnot from the blog, uh, com. And, of course, you can find not only this show's but many others. Well, I shouldn't say many. To make it sound like, you know, we got, like, 20 shows going on here, but there are quite a few shows from Merc with a Movie Blog you can find on your Merc with a Movie Blog feed on your podcasting platforms. Go to Anchor. It's much easier, I find, but I'm also technically stu- or, uh, te- technologically stupid, too, so I just go with whatever someone shows me. They put it in front of me, and then once I figure it out, I just stick with it forever until it goes away. Um, but I'm old too, so maybe that has something to do with it. But, uh, this, this has been a great week, everybody. It was a fun week of SC and live. Thank you, Christian, Brett, Clark, Roca, and of course, Winston. Drip, drip, baby. Uh, thank you, Rachel, again for joining us. Good luck this, uh, this year when, when they get back with the Schmodown. Everybody out there, please continue to be safe and, uh, have a great week. We will be back next week. Bye.